right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have Mike Shabbat. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me, bro. It's a pleasure. Of course. Grateful to have you on. Uh, so if you can, just kick us off a little bit more about you and what you do. Awesome. So uh, I'm a high-performance coach. So basically what I do, I take uh, people, successful men that want to perform more, that want to have more health, more wealth, want to be happier, and I upgrade them. Like the thing is we upgrade our cell phone or computer, a lot of stuff, but we we never really upgrade ourselves. So if you want to have more in life, you need to become more. So I used to be like a celebrity trainer. I was like 15 years in the health sphere. And I was like, I studied like neuroscience. Uh, I'm also certified in breath work, yoga, chakra. So everything that's like improving someone, that's how you're going to achieve the next level in life. And that's what I do. So if something is missing in your life, but you don't quite know what, I'll help you to find it. All right. This is awesome. Yeah. There's about 30 questions cycling through my head right now. So <laughs> what's what I can go to first. Um, the first one that actually came to mind. And so here's where I want to start with this is, so you mentioned a few things there of how you can like improve health Do, mm -hmm. it, out of all those things you said, is there one that you think is, has been like most uh, important to improving like your, your way of life, or is it really an equation that needs <clears throat> everything included? Do, do you know, do you know what I mean with the, with yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'll answer in a two segment. Um, so yes, there is something that I would say that if you do that, it's going to change your life for sure. Um, and that is gratefulness. So if you are grateful for what you have in terms of happiness and in terms of bringing uh, more stuff in your life, manifesting it, elevating your vibration, being grateful and present is the best thing you can do for yourself. Then if you're talking about um, improving your performance, uh, your mindset, all that stuff, there's other thing you can do. But if you ask me the most important thing you can do in your life to improve the quality of your life and, and your wealth and all that stuff, I would say like being grateful and present is the best hack. And what do you, do you journal gratitude every morning? Or like, what are your best gratitude practices? So, yeah, I, I actually have a, a gratitude journal. Um, so I created that because I looked online what was available and I was like, it's not exactly perfect. So I created, it's called a road to abundance uh, daily journal for your most abundant life. So it's on Amazon and I use it every single morning. So I do it first thing in the morning when I wake up, I want to start my day with those vibrations. So I put it next to my bed or in my office and it's one of the first step I do. Either I do it right when I wake up or I do it after my routine. So it's very important. And what I challenge people to do is to be grateful, like let's say for a month, and try not to put the same thing. I ask them to put five things a day. And that's the that's the challenge because at the beginning, it's easy. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the water. I'm grateful for my money. I'm grateful for my business. But at one point, you're going to be like, start thinking about what are you really grateful in this life for? And that's, that's where the challenge comes. No, 100%. I think it is, like you said, it's like a vibration thing. And it's also... It almost becomes this thing where if every day you keep reminding yourself what you're grateful for, it'll keep showing up more in your life. And <laughs> if it doesn't, it's almost like it just is like going against the laws of physics or something. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> exactly. And I often give the example, like let's say you and I are friend, Tyler, and then then um I have another friend. Uh, you have another friend, let's say. 
and we go to the restaurant and you pay for me. And I'm like, cool. Okay. What are we going to do? And I don't even say thank you. You'd be like, okay. I mean, it's a little weird, but, and then you, we go again to the restaurant and you pay again. And I don't say thank you. And at the end, I'm like, Hey bro, I need some money for my rent. Can you, can you lend me some money? You'd be like, fuck, this guy is like, is, is a little weird that not even grateful for what I do for him. Every time I pay, he doesn't say nothing. But if your other friend is always like, Hey bro, I really appreciate. I know you're you're very successful in life. I'm 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 coming up, but I appreciate when you pay for the meal. It's like it means a lot to me. And at one point, I'm like, I'm struggling. Can you lend me a little bit of money for rent or something? Like you'll be you'll be more inclined to do it because you're like, fuck that friend. Every time I do something for him, he's grateful for it. So life worked the same way. If life gives you something and you're never grateful for what life's give you, it's gonna take it back. And, and and if you're grateful, it's going to be willing to give you more. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah, dude, that is the best example because it's like an extreme example. Like that would be yeah. so weird. Like the first time, exactly how you said is exactly how it happened. Because if I <laughs> if that was with one of my friends the first time, you're right. I would kind of probably brush it off. I'd be like, all right, that's a little weird. Like I just treated it up. <laughs> But if it was like two times, I'd be like, all right, this guy is like kind of selfish. <laughs> like, this is weird. <laughs> so so it, it really amplifies after that second time. <clears throat> um, question, because I actually normally start with this and I, I skipped it over, I think, because I was just excited to interview. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm curious, like, obviously, and maybe I'm wrong, but you probably were not always this way, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're based on, you know, I follow you on Instagram and stuff. And like, from what I've seen, you're very on top of stuff, dude. You're fit. You seem like, you know, things are going very well in your life, but what led you to that? Like, were you always this way or did you have some sort of <laughs> experience? Um, I was always interested. Like I, I, from when I was young, I was like studying the Egyptian and I was always interested into energy and, and, and all that stuff. And then I found the book, the secret, uh, when I was 15 and I was always like interested, but doing things for the wrong reason. So I wanted money. So I didn't really understand when they say serve people and money will come to you or be, be the right frequency. And I always had good intention because I'm, I'm a good person. I have a good heart, but it's like, I was like, fuck, I want money. And then I was in the hustle thing. And then, um, first thing I started to having good money, like good money, let's say, in Canada, you were making 60,000 a year, 70,000 a year. You were, you were good. Like you're living a good life. And then I went bankrupt. And then I was like, when I have money, more money, I'll be happier. And I'll be like more on my shit. And then the thing with the hustle culture and, and all that goal setting stuff is that it's never enough. Like I was just talking with one of my friends recently and he's making 250, 260,000 a month. And he's like, okay, what's next? That's the problem. Number are unlimited. So if you base your success and your happiness on those number, you'll never be happy. And when I started having money, like when I, I doubled my income after the bankruptcy, within six months, I was making like 150,000 a year. And with that money, like in a city like Miami and LA, it's not, you're not living the dream, but in Canada, I had like a luxury apartment, uh, I had a brand new Mercedes and I was going to the restaurant five, six times a week. Like yeah. every week I was at the restaurant. So I taught that. And on top of it, you know, I was like uh, having sex with girls. I was, I was like a king, you know, like I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm living the dream, but I was so empty inside. So yeah. that's when I started asking more questions. That makes sense, dude. And you're right on that, man. It, it really, it never is enough. I always tell people that I remember when I hit my first 10 K month, that was probably <laughs> the richest I ever felt. And like, I make a lot more than that now, but it's like 10 K a month was like, that was when I finally was like, you know, I can do whatever I want. 
right? Yeah. Anything <laughs> above that, though, and I do, and I will say, look, prices in Miami have gone way up. So now it's yeah. maybe twenty k a month, but like. I don't, whatever it was when I hit that, like eight, nine years ago, it was just different. Like, so regardless, I think it becomes this thing where you do need to find meaning in other things because the number game, it really never ends, dude. And it's not, um, honestly. So regardless, so what did you, okay. So did you have, once you discovered that, so 150 K a year you're doing, uh, it seems to me you're doing a lot of pleasure seeking, right? So you're like going out, nice restaurant all these girls but then what was it that was it like a moment or do you remember like you woke up one morning um, and- yeah <laughs> so so basically what happened it was it was a few event but i'll tell you that the moment that it, it really stroked me but when i was um 23 i was kind of addicted to to women you know i was i was good looking and i was having a lot of sex like meaningless uh sex and yeah. um I found that I was kind of addicted to it because I needed it all the time. I couldn't be alone at night and shit like that. Then I got into a relationship that was very toxic. Like my ex was, uh, what I found later on was a full on prostitute in the middle of a relationship. She was always like fucking client for money and shit. And I was not jealous. So I was not looking at her phone and I couldn't leave the relationship. And then looking back when I, when I finished everything, that's when I went through the bankruptcy. Cause obviously my life was going like very bad. And then when I, I, I broke up, like that's how much a relationship tax your mind and, and your soul. Because when I, when I broke up six months later, I was the Mercedes, the apartment and all the good stuff were happening in my life. Cause I made place for energy to flow, but I kept doing like back and forth with seeking validation with women and all that stuff. And when I realized that my circle was not the best circle and it was like all about showing up and being cool and like the money game and all that stuff, I realized something was missing in my life. And I just left, I left for Bali. I sold everything I own. And I was like, I'm only going to come back to the Western civilization. When I find myself, who the fuck is Mike Shabbat? Like, what does this guy want in life? And I was I was famous on social media for what you call famous. I had like million follower, and I was like, I'm going to. One moment was was the moment where I knew it was not good. I was in a trip uh, in the Maldives. Um, yeah, six thousand dollar a night hotel, fifty thousand dollar trip. I'm I'm living the dream, bro. Like everybody's messaging me on Instagram. You're so lucky. You're so fuck. I wish I had your life, and I'm. I'm working, but I'm working on social media. So I'm doing my work and me, I'm just there. And I'm like, wow, can I just go back home? I'm feeling like shit. Like the only thing I want to do is game. I want to play wow because I I don't like my life. So that's when it stroked me that things need to change because I thought money would give me something and even making more money won't give it to me because I see people that are making way more money the way that I'm living my life. It's not good. So that's when it was a moment of, crisis for me got it got it and then what what were the first steps and maybe it was gratitude but like get (laughs) the place you are now what were those first steps you took okay so i'll explain you what i did and then that's kind of all that i built the road to abundance which is my course is at the beginning what i would tell people is just be you need to be present you need to be grateful you need to but the thing is you've been doing the wrong thing for the last 30 years 40 years 50 years it's there's a lot of subconscious thing that you need to reprogram in order to just be. So now that you have success, now that you lived all that, you have experience, maybe you're able to just be. But at the beginning, we need to change all that. So the thing is, uh, one book I found 
was uh, the Four Agreement by Miguel Ruiz. Yep, love I that. Suggest, I suggest that reading to everyone. And um, I was like, you know what? I need rules in my life. I had boundaries for a lot of shit, but I didn't have boundaries for um, the way I live my life on those terms. And I was like, this guy seems pretty happy. Let me let me just live my life like that. So I started living based on those four agreements. And uh, for the last, for the three years after from 27 to 30, I just was experimenting, adding stuff, removing stuff. And then um, that's what led me to building Road to Abundance. I was like, okay, those things that I'm doing plus other stuff are the things that made me happy and fulfilled and that I was able to double my income every year while being happy, while becoming my higher self. So that's kind of like I started with those four agreements. And then from that, I was also communicating with people that um, I felt were successful. And when I say successful, I'm not only talking about money. I'm talking about relationship. I'm talking about they build business. They're grateful. They're present. Like they're wealthy, but they're healthy too. So it was like, for me, it's a, it's, it's more than just money. And then I built something around that. And it's like, it's a way of living your life. It's how you do things. It's not necessarily the things that you do. Ah, I love that. So, and it's called the road to abundance, right? That's the, so, and the course is a 90 day course. And what is it? Can you go a little bit more detail on like what happens? Obviously, like, don't tell us the whole course, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning, like I said, uh, there's a, so what people don't realize is that 95% of what you do in your day is subconscious. So a lot of people, and, I, and I've seen it because I've trained thousands of clients, they tell me that they want to change, but they're not changing. They tell me that they want to eat healthier, but they're still going to McDonald's. So you've seen it with someone that's smoking cigarette. They're like, I know I, I should stop smoking. It's bad for me, but but I can't. I can't. And, and I know for me, when I wanted to leave my ex, I was like, fuck, this is so bad for me. It's so toxic. Why am I staying here? And I understood that you do things in a subconscious way that you're not in control of. And there's trauma and there's things that need to be addressed. And yeah, it's cool to hustle. Yeah, it's cool to have the right habits. But if you don't fix the machine that is controlling all that, no matter what you're going to try to do, you'll hit the what I call the dark wall, which is no matter what you try, there's going to be a point where you get scared and you go back and you're going to try again and you get scared and you go back because your subconscious mind is not aligned with your conscious mind. So that's kind of what I do. I take the first six uh, weeks, we're going to go and, and see what's, what, what's your limiting belief. What's your belief? What's, what's going on in your life? Where's the trauma? What happened? And then the six last week, that's when I, I guide you into what you need to do in your life and how you should live your life based on what you're looking for in order to achieve being your higher self. So the last six weeks are like habits, biohacking, spirituality, uh, all the gratitude, the breath work, all the things that can improve your life. But at the beginning, we need to look at why you know that you're not happy and you know that your life, you feel miserable or whatever. And some things is not good, but you keep staying in that pattern because you're making money and and whatever you're having with sex with girl, but you know it's bad, but you're like, I'll just keep doing it because I don't know what what I should do. Yeah, dude, this is actually huge because what the biggest thing from just hearing you say that that I got from it is most people, I think, skip the first six weeks. Right. Yeah. So they, they can learn the biohacking yeah. stuff. Like, and I'm sure, look, I, I mean, I'm sure stuff in your course is different, but I'm just saying that like most people are not doing that initial six weeks. 
So mm-hmm. the, the the last six weeks, it doesn't it almost doesn't matter because they didn't handle the first six weeks. <laughs> yeah, know? man. And I'm and I'm not perfect, man. Even for me, I'm I'm readjusting every time, and I'm I I keep investing in myself. Like people, uh, sometimes I like I'm like, oh, you need to invest, and they're like, oh, like, well, I need to pay for that. Yeah, bro. Like just to give you an example, like uh, last month I paid for a program, like I mean, uh, for a coach for next year, one hundred twenty thousand. Like, be, like I can buy a Range Rover and all that shit, but for me, it has no value because the best investment you can do is in yourself. And I never stop learning. I'm always like, I just did my yoga certification. I just did my chakra certification, my breath work. I'm always evolving as a human because if you're not growing, you're dying. Like, and, yeah. and, and one phrase that Tony Robbins said that stick with me is the ultimate uh, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And that's what I felt like when I, when I was successful in my head based on, uh, like you said, the first time you did, 10,000 a month. That's kind of like the goal when you never made it. You're like 10,000 a month. Wow. And then, okay, what's, how's 20 going to feel? How's 30? How's 50 going to feel? But like at one point you, it doesn't feel better. Almost the 10,000 was better feeling than 50. Yes. Dude, it's so (laughs) it really does. Like right now for me, it's at a point where every deal I close, I get this like little high, this like little spike. (laughs) but it like goes away within like 10 seconds. Like it's like that quick. It's just like, Oh, cool. Another 60 K deal done. And then it's like on to the next. So yeah. it's, it's literally so quick that it's, it, you know, it's not, it's not fulfilling. I mean, that's for sure. Exactly. Uh, and I would yeah. ask you a question. Like, like I remember for myself and, it, and you can tell me if it was like that, but before I become like, before I made millions and, and, and stuff, uh, like I wanted $1 million and then I wanted the Lamborghini and all that stuff. And when I finally got the money to buy it, I realized that I didn't want it. Like, like it was all like smoke and mirror. I was like, okay, like I'm just going to get a $5,000 payment a month. And I already have a nice X3M competition. I already enjoy my car. What What's going to be a bigger car? Like what's going to be a bigger penthouse? Like what's, I was like, oh shit. Like, okay. I, I kind of hit a wall of like, everything that I thought I would want out of money. And I think that's why where people, um, they realize that money is not going to bring. So they start like living life on other term and, and they go down a spiral and that's why they got a lot of money and they're still unfulfilled and unhappy. And, and might be the same for you. Like now that you got a lot of money, you had to find things to do. You know what I mean? Dude, it's a hundred percent. Like I, it's funny, dude, I don't even have a car. I Uber everywhere. (laughs) I, the only thing that I would say that like, I definitely like to live in like a nice place. Cause I work from home. Right. Same, so same. I spend some money on that, but yeah. I definitely like the idea of like a Ferrari or Lamborghini. I, I have zero interest in that. Um, and I actually, and I actually find the guy entertaining, so I have nothing negative to say about him, but like, for example, Andrew Tate, like his, uh, Bugatti, the $5 million car yeah. to me, it's like, it's just so crazy. I'm like, dude, I just, I just, I don't think I value cars that much or like, yeah. I don't care about luxury things like, or like a watch or like a purse or like a shirt or like anything of those types of things. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I just- that's another thing. Like I, I enjoy cars. I'm like, I told myself when I'm going to start making two, 300,000 a month, that's my next goal. I'll buy a 911, but I enjoy car. I buy it for myself, not for other people. And I need to set goals that I'm like, what I'm going to reward myself with. And Andrew Tate, um, like the thing is, 
you need to understand, like you do. I'm not saying like you need, like yeah, people need to understand like that it's a marketing strategy because it's a $50 plan that he's selling to guys that, that, that still didn't make that much money. And, and that like, cause us, we know that it doesn't bring anything. So we're like, okay. But like a lot of people look at that and like, wow. And then they're going to, and I'm sure for $50, you get some good value in his course and stuff, but we know that it wouldn't sell us. So the thing for us, it's, it's way different. And I'm like you, like, I like a nice place cause I work from home. Uh, but at some point it's like, if you don't value, I like watches, but I'm not gonna, like, I don't have a Rolex. I don't like, because I only buy a model that I, I knew is going to keep value. So for me, if, if, if it's just a spending, I don't want it. If it's an investment, I'll buy it. Exactly, dude. And that's where I'm at. Like any watch or <laughs> painting or something that'll go up. If it's an investment, then cool. That's yeah. like, I'm in. And, and, I, and actually I'm glad that you said that. So his $5 million Bugatti Yes. Does he like the car and does he use it? Yes. <laughs> is it also like a marketing ploy? A hundred percent. I mean, a lot of it, I mean, how does he get a lot of his uh, customers? It's from social media. What mm -hmm. does Gotti do? It draws a shit ton of attention. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, man, it actually probably paid for it. It paid it. The 5 million that he spent on the car, he probably made 15, you know? So it was actually an investment. In oh it. yeah, bro. It's insane. Like I think at some point he had 115,000 people paying 50 bucks a month for that's a lot of money. And the thing is, um, I know he was very controversial, but if you listen to the guy, he's very smart. And I know it was a marketing scheme, all that, all that smoke, this guy just, just crushed the matrix. Like he was like, he knew how to get to provoke social media comment and all that stuff. And he went all in and it's a persona. I'm sure the guy is amazing in person. Like I, I just, I agree. I, I studied psychology for, for the last 12 years and neuroscience and all that shit. I, I can see through it. And the first video I saw, I was like, Oh wow, this guy is smart. I told my girl he's going to go viral. I, and, and then three months later, he was everywhere. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You know, and you're hundred percent right, dude. And that's why he actually said, um, he, he did an interview with Patrick, Patrick bet David Do oh, you know five hour. So yeah. good. Okay. So exactly. Good. I watched that whole thing. And one of the things that he brought up in that interview is he said, and it was like one of his like tactics is he's like, uh, he says, I can't remember how he said, it. he said something like he presents things in a way that he knows will cause controversy. Right. So <laughs> yeah. says something that you will agree with but mm -hmm. says it in a way that will like stir emotion in the other person and then <laughs> and then they share it but then they can't help but agree with it it yeah. was like it was some fucking jedi shit dude it was good yeah and, and then yeah. there's there's one thing like the first one of the first video i saw that that's what i was like I, I told my girlfriend i'm like notice the um notice where his speech doesn't match what he's what he believes so let's say he would be saying like a lot of good value stuff. And then he would be like, yeah, woman belongs in the kitchen. And then he would continue. He would spike something yeah. that doesn't relate to what he's talking about. So let's say we're like, Hey Tyler, you need to be grateful in life. Well, women can't be grateful where they, they, they have no purpose. And then I would continue my speech just because <laughs> I want to clickbait people. That's what he was doing. And I, and I saw the pattern and I was like, Oh no, this guy know what he's doing. He wants the clickbait. So would I do it for my brand? No, I know how to do it. It's just, I don't want that, 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 that stuff. Cause that's not what I'm selling, but it was yeah. genius. It was, it was good. 100% dude. Um, so a question for you too is, uh, and I, this is kind of like a typical question, but 
again, I mean, you definitely are in a rhythm and like have momentum and things are, are going well. So I'm just curious, like what are, without sharing all of it, what are some of like the biohacks and like stuff that you're doing that mm-hmm. maybe some of the listeners could um, actually take action on like now to enhance uh, the quality of their life? Awesome. So the few things that you can do, um, cold shower or cold bath. I'm actually, I ordered a plunge. So soon I'll be having a link for people that want to order it. I, I partnered with a brand. I'll, I'll do the announcement. I also just got a red light sauna therapy at my place. Uh, all that, all that guys is an investment. If you, if you take it on monthly payment, it's going to be worthwhile the money. If you can afford it one shot, buy it one shot. But those little hack. Honestly, like we started with my girl and she's like, it, it, it changed my whole energy in the morning. So the, if you don't have the money or, or whatever you want to, you want to be low budget right now, you can just do, um, sun exposure in the morning. So you, it's called sunbathing. So you're going to wake up, you're going to go outside and spend a like 10, 20 minutes in the sun. Just like your energy is like a, a power, a power bar. You need to charge it. So uh, before going in your phone, don't use your phone in the morning. In the morning, first one hour, don't touch your phone. Like there was one a guy he was telling like a story about. Would you let a bunch of stranger in your house in the morning? A hundred or a thousand people just walk around in your house? No. So why you do it with your mind? You're just waking up. You need to absorb what you downloaded at night. You need to be grateful. You need to set your vibration for the day. So do that thing. Uh, why cold bath? There's so many good benefits, but why? Because it's a thing that you don't want to do and you do it. So it teach your mind to do things when you command it to do it. And a lot of people have problem. We became too accustomed to the, the pleasure and too accustomed to our comfort. So the thing is, when you're like that, it, it's going to be ruining your happiness, your dopamine level, all that stuff is going to be bad. So cold, cold bath is very important. Cold shower. That's one thing I do. And then uh, meditation and, and breath work. Those are four things that you can do for free that will change your life in the morning. And then you can invest into like me, I invested in a cold plunge to really peak it. I also have a uh, a bed that cool down at night because sleep and temperature are related. I also track my sleep with Aura Ring and I have a, a mattress that track my sleep. I like you can invest more money in other stuff. If you guys want to do that, uh, you can reach out to me and I'll, I'll send you links and, and tell you what I tested and what is the best. Um, but yeah, there's there's way to invest and there's way to do it for free. Dude, that's freaking awesome. And I'm actually going to be reaching out to you about the cold plunge because I'm in the market for that right now. Uh, (laughs) A couple of different ones I've been looking at. So I'm curious which one you, uh, you ended up going with, but we can talk about that after because I think you'll, you'll probably announce it later on. Um, So, okay. So that's awesome. And then where with this um, 90 days to abundance and stuff, Mm -hmm. like what is your next like moves? Is, Is this like your core course? that you plan on really expanding from, or you have other things in mind in your future that you want to work on? Yes. So right now, uh, the road to abundance um, is targeted to men. Um, I want to build a group, like a group of men that um, like 
suicide is through the roof with men. We have money. We we have a lot of pressure from society. There's a lot of thing happening right now. And I want to help. I want to I show them how to tap in and release all that bad energy and be happy and fulfilled. So I'm building a group. It's all part of the Road to Abundance program. That's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next year. They also can download my app, Health Abundance. It's free. It's for training. It's for recipe. It's for all that good stuff. And right now, the two other things that I would say that there are in the plan for me in 2023, um, I'm going to host uh, Brett Work online so people can join. It's going to be like $20, $30. There's going to be packaged. It's going to change your life. One Brett Work session, it will change your life. I guarantee it. If you're not happy with it, message me. I'll refund you your 20 bucks. But this is the best investment you'll make in your life with the with the gratitude journal and it's super affordable for everyone i'll also have a retreat coming and i'm writing my book so that that is what's coming for me and later on i have something i'm working on next but that's that's what's in in for 2023 very nice brother dude thank you um and i think uh, once the book comes out and stuff like we'd love to have you back on um, I want to leave the floor to you if there's anything we didn't share that you want to share and then also let people know like socials, websites and everything where they can stay in contact. Awesome. I, I would say the best advice I can give to anyone is to be present. Uh, so if you're always chasing something, chasing money, chasing girls, chasing something, you won't be happy and fulfilled. If you're present and you really create life from a place of high vibration, it will change your life. And people can find me, Mike Shabbat. I'm, I'm on uh, Instagram, TikTok. I'm on every social media. Um, they can listen to my podcast, Road to Abundance. And also my website is roadtoabundance.com. So yeah, man, thanks for having me. I always love to share and, and I, I love to help people. Like somebody did it for me in the past. That's why I'm doing it right now. Because I believe that, human being are capable of so much more. Thank you again, brother. Thank you.